Hello, everybody. Welcome to Zared's Record. This is the show where you will get a, a Mexican saying a whole bunch of stuff. And it's not just stuff. It's a lot of things that I would like for you to know and things that I keep up with because I think it's very important to do so because it really does determine the future of this country and pretty much of everything that you do. So, without further ado, if you are listening to this on the podcast areas or wherever you get these streamed at, I'll make sure you follow it. You put the auto download button and also make sure you leave a review. Uh, leave a leave a review on the podcast on wherever it is that you get it and tell me that I'm a racist or call me an expletive. I would very much appreciate that. And if you are watching this on YouTube, you can see that I'm repping the the big drum man hat. You know, I'm coming out the closet, as they say. Well, not really coming out the closet. But anyway, make sure that you subscribe, you like, and you comment. And make sure that the comment on YouTube is also very vile. Because I very much appreciate vile comments. I actually like them more than nice comments just because it's like, wow, I want to see how creative people can get. Find me on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Zared Records. Anyway, so today I wanted to talk about a few things. Uh, this particularly has to go with uh, a few a few statistics. We're going over statistics again, I know. Maybe it's not the most fun, but it's something that is very important for people to know. Um, I'm not going to go too far into the statistics. I'm going to have the references in the description of the video. So if you want to look at those yourself, I will definitely put those together. But it's just it's just one of those things where people already knew what was going on years before the actual statistics, statistics and everything to support what the people were saying. They were called, quote unquote, conspiracy theorists, of course, that they were proven right. And it's really not, it's not something that surprises me, but some people need that. Oh, you need to be an official to do your own research and everything, just like Sam, um, whatever that dude's name is. So, unlike last time, I have a few notes here that I'm going to pull up on my phone. I have a few little references that I have here. So that way I don't get off tangent like I did last episode, but that was just because I was kind of very passionate. I was very, um, I wanted to say that because it was something that's been kind of bothering up for like two weeks before I made that episode. So today we are going to talk about masks, uh, Mexican slash Hispanic culture, because I don't know if you could tell my cocoa butter complexion that I am of the Latin descent. I am half 50% uh, Mexican, 25% Puerto Rican and 25% Costa Rican. So pretty much as Latin as you can get. So I definitely want to go into that considering that I have been Hispanic for 22 years and some change, almost 23 years. So I think I'm very fit to talk about cultural perspectives in America, of course. So uh, we're going to talk about that and a lot of things that I'm going to get off a little bit. So first and foremost, I want to say something that I know I'm doing something right. And I know that I've made it. 
What do you mean by that? I got called a conspiracy theorist, baby. You already know what it is. Yeah. I've I've been called a conspiracy theorist. And specifically because I've I sent messages, I've sent uh links to articles talking about how not and that's not something like jerk myself off over like I was right. But this person in particular, someone very close to them was very. Oh, I don't want to go outside. Did you bring a mask? And did you did you get uh did you get inseminated with COVID juice? And I was like, no, I did. I didn't do any of that. And it's someone that I know. So and they've asked me this. So I've had to have my input. It's not something I was like, well, why would you do that? I was not trying to put my input, but they kind of forced my hand to. But uh. I'm a conspiracy theorist for sending facts that backed up something that I was saying a while ago that masks didn't work. But I'm still a conspiracy theorist, even though the facts are laid out for you exactly as they are. There was a recent study from the Cochrane Library. Library, my bad. Um, the article slash study is called The Physical Interventions to Interrupt or Reduce the Spread of Respiratory Viruses. And... Basically, in that, in in the report, I should say, that's the word I was looking for earlier. In the report, it tells you that pretty much it did nothing. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how people really thought that it was going to do something, considering that if someone, if you go in, if you go into a public restroom and you can still smell somebody's dump. Then it doesn't work, obviously, because you can there's you can still smell spores or you still smell you can still smell the aroma in the air. I've always I remember the same person that was the very COVID esque. I mean the very COVID fearful was um they asked me if I or asked me if I had a mask and I said no. I was like, why don't you wear a mask? I was like, because it doesn't do anything. I was like well, I, well, you should wear a mask because it does some. The, the, pretty much the the counter, not even argument. The counter statement was, "You should wear one because it does wear something." I was like, "No, I, I mean, if you really want a mask that works, you just put a condom over your head, and you know that you know, you get to the point where you're breathing right, and you realize, oh, I can't breathe. That's how you know it's working. You don't ever see scientists who worked with viral technology, viral viruses, diseases. They don't ever just go in there with a with a dumbass mask. They go in there with a whole suit with an oxygen tank because that is how you do it. <laughs> that is how you prevent something that can be transmitted through the air to not go into you. I think I thought that was pretty self-explanatory. I mean, I don't understand how that was such a tough concept slash idea to really understand, but for some people it is, and I think it's more out of the brainwashing of fear factors that they would have on, you know, I said the last episode where the CNN had literally a death counter to see how many people died from COVID. And even then it wasn't even true because like 99.5% of them were actually just people who died with COVID, not from COVID. I mean, the Kung flu, my bad, sweet and sour um, semen. So it also brings up, um, Another person who was who was close to me, uh, there two of my friends. I remember we were in a group chat. It was at the start of the whole um, Wu flu Chinese virus in uh, 2020. It was like March or June. It was like June around that area. 
I remember two of my friends quit their jobs just so that way they wouldn't get bovid. But, and they were the most fearful. They literally quit their jobs to stay inside all the time just to not get COVID. And guess what? They got it pretty much instantly. Um, I worked retail. I worked retail. And I was around people 24-7. And I don't know if you guys remember this. I know it's a long time ago, like two years ago, right? Or three years ago at this point. Damn. Um, whenever there was the whole toilet paper um, toilet paper scavenging, I would say. You remember all that? Well, yeah. I, I, was, I was in charge. Not in charge, but my job was to pretty much be stocking all of that. To, to do all of that. Make sure everything was in there. And I was around people 24, not 24-7. But every single hour of that job, I was around people, actually surrounded by people without masks. And I didn't have a mask on. And I didn't get... I I got COVID months later, way, be, way after that. <laughs> I got it way further out, months later before... I mean, after my friends already got it, the ones who were so afraid. And I remember specifically, like... Calling them up in the group chat, and they're like, "Dude, just calm down. Looks, I could die from it." And guess what? They got it before I did. They didn't die from it. And now, come to find out, that the death percentage or the whatever you would call it, the uh, mortality rate or the mortality, the death rate of of Bovid is actually ninety nine point nine percent overall, or ninety nine point like eight five percent, seven percent. Whereas the flu is like 99.4%, which is it's actually deadlier than the bovid, which we all know because the flu can actually get into younger kids and it's just instantly dead. So I already knew right off the bat, I was just going to tell you, like, do you go out? Do you go outside? Do your parents go outside? Are you around people that do go out in area? Yeah, you're going to get it no matter what. And guess what? They get it. Oh, well. But I guess I'm just a conspiracy theorist then, right? Well, I get it. I mean, just being a conspiracy theorist is just saying the right thing, the truth uh, against the narrative because the narrative, the main mainstream narrative anyway is always false. But uh, you're just a conspiracy theorist if you say otherwise. So I guess that's what I am. I guess that's what I was and I guess that's what I still am because I'm still saying the opposite of what the mainstream media is saying is for the most part. That's how you know you made it. This also brings me up to another conspiracy that that is not a conspiracy at all um i was called a conspiracy theorist for this one too that uh the whole faking gay take over take over our children all right there's this website called courage is a habit.org i'm gonna put that up on the screen right now and if you look on it it has all the resources that you would ever need I mean, it's the resources and it has the proof of exactly what is going on in the government schools. It's not a conspiracy theory. I This is the one thing that does not make any sense for, to me. is it, Being a conspiracy theorist means showing actual evidence that whatever it is that you were saying is actually going on. Yep, that's pretty much how it goes. But this one in particular irritates me because i don't know this has been the common theme throughout all all of these episodes is that i am very protective of children because they are the most innocent among us 
among us. And when it really comes down to all of this is these morally depraved predators. It just, it just, it invokes a rage in me. And it really does invoke some kind of rage in me. I just want to protect children. Like, I cannot stand... One, it's from one. It's because you know they're they're the innocent among us, and they can't do anything. Um, if an adult wants to do whatever it is that they want to do to them, and second of all, it's just you really f- feel a sense of urgency. You really need to feel this sense of power over someone who can't help themselves. So it just irritates me like no other. But you know that saying though. Yeah, you can't teach you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, it applies here too. Um, you can't physically and mentally you can't physically and mentally rape an adult as easy as you can a child that can't do anything about it. <laughs> as you, you know, when the child is forced to go to government schools, otherwise their parents are threatened with with the the taking of their children, the confiscation of their children. Um, find going to court, all of this really is. If you think about it, I mean that is that is the craziest thing ever. It's like I understand the whole public good thing of you know kids need to go to school so that way they can have a better future. But when the government is forcing you to do that, that is not that doesn't make any sense. And also on top of that, if you don't go, so it's like you don't have an option by by default. You have to put them into the government schools. And if you don't, then you get prosecuted for doing so. It's like the same thing was... Nah, nah, I wouldn't say it's the same thing as Social Security, but um, Social Security is one of those things where it's like uh, you you can't just not stop paying it. Otherwise, you will go to jail for doing so. It's called like tax evasion. More like keeping your money. Social security is one of those things where it's like, oh, you're a, I got to watch my language. Hey, um, you're dumb as hell. Um, give us, now you, I mean, not, we're not going to get you, not, I'm not going to, I'm not asking you to give us your money. I'm telling you, uh, I'm just going to take it actually. You know what? No, I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm just going to take it. And uh, we'll give you this, you know, we'll take your money and then uh, we'll spend it. Right. And then you'll get it later on down the line. And uh, we know, and it's, you know, it's your money. Yeah. I mean, we say that, but, uh, you know, you can't just stop paying it. You you have no control over what your money does, what what your where your money goes, when you want to take it. All right. So yeah, just we're gonna we're gonna take your money, and uh, what are you gonna do about it? That's basically how that goes. And that's like, and that's it really does tie into my what I the ending of my last episode is the government really runs on a what are you gonna do about it type of standard. Oh man, it's just. So crazy. You know, how does how do you get to a place like this in such a short amount of time? And it's really well, one, uh going back to the whole government school thing is government schools, the only book that is banned is the Bible, which is crazy. Why would they want to do that? First of all, that's unconstitutional. Second of all, now you see the <laughs> now you reap what is uh what comes of that, okay? The godless and fatherless society, this is exactly what you're seeing to this day. Um, the godless and fatherless society, also known as the transgender or 
Marxism, also known as that, um, always spouts. <laughs> you know what? And what happens whenever you lose leaders? People become suicidal. Be- Why well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they just kind of feel like they can do whatever they want, but then at the same time, since they have no one to look up to, if they're feeling down, they're just like, you know what? I'm gonna blow my brains out, which you don't have the right to do. So the godless and fatherless society, society really. They really like to spot the idea of... I mean, the common theme is death. But when it comes to people younger than I am or even people my age, the the, the theme is suicide, all right? That's that's what godless and fatherless society breeds is the is suicide. Um, the, the, the Marxists are always spouting the idea that people are going to commit suicide or they're going to do this and do that. Um, so it's really not that hard to understand why people want to target children is because they're the most <laughs> easy to influence. The way that they do that is they, they guilt parents into feeling bad because they're like, okay, well, your child feels this way. And what, how old is your child? Three? Yeah, that's old enough. Um, even younger than that? Okay, yeah, that's fine. So when they don't want to murder the child in the womb, once it's birth, they want to go ahead and, and rape them. Grape them. My bad. So th- they do this. So they make the children, they make the the adults, they make the guardians, they make the parents feel bad by saying, listen, if you don't do this, and listen, I know better because look, look at my degree. All right. Look at my degree. All right. You don't got this. You don't got this. This is exclusive. If you don't do what I say, because I'm the expert, obviously, I mean, look at it. Then your child's gonna blow his brains out. Your child's gonna OD. Your child's gonna slit their wrists vertically, of course. And you don't want that to happen, do you? Well, I mean, if you tell that to a, a parent, of course they don't want that to happen. They want their child to live. That's basically their reason for living at that point. After you have a kid, that's pretty much their entire their their life. So they guilt trip the parents into saying that your child is going to commit suicide if you don't do what I say and what your child says that they want to do. This same child that, you know, I, what you, you can't, people can't even remember at three years old. I mean, even younger than that, they, I know for sure they can't remember that. But even at three years old, they can't remember what that they're doing. Four years old, I mean, five years old. And, and I mean, people do pre-K and daycare stuff, so that also doesn't invalidate my point of what I was saying. But especially in the government schools, at five years old, when you're in kindergarten, that's why they push for pre-K as well, so that we can get them even younger. That kid who's five years old, what did you want to do when you were five years old? You wanted to be an astronaut, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, um, a dog, whatever it is. That same child that wants to be Superman, that can that wants to be Batman, is the same child that they say can uh, let me go ahead and chop your off. Let me go ahead and I know they haven't dropped yet, but let me go ahead and take those away from you. Let me go ahead and give you these pills. We popping pills. You know, we go ahead and take those and listen. I know. Listen and listen. I know. Whenever you go home. Listen, I know when you go home that your parents aren't going to like it. I know that. 
This is why whenever you come here, I'm with you. I can help you. I am your parent. I know what's best for you. I, I am here for you. That's what they're saying. Uh, notice the, the word that keeps repeating their I. So, of course, the kid's going to be like, well, you get to see, he's letting me do whatever I want to do, so I'm going to go ahead and listen to him. And he obviously knows what I want because I said so. So you brainwash the children, right? You pretty much separate them from their, from their parents because you're telling them that you're the parents because you let them do whatever it is that you want to do, which is... Not parenting, if you want to win over your kid by buying them whatever it is or letting them do whatever it is that they want, they have no respect for you. But, you know, children can't see that far, of course. I mean, this is why you have to tell them not to run into traffic. They can't see that if they run into traffic, they're going to turn into a pink mist by a 16, I mean, an 18-wheeler. They can't see that. They just think that, oh, it's going to be fun. Look at me. Or they don't even notice the cars. Look, I'm running out into the street. It's somewhere I can run. So... These same people who are saying that if you don't do whatever it is that the kids want to do, that they will commit suicide. These same people are the same people that are saying, well, first of all, they don't believe any of that because they do not believe in the value of somebody's life because obviously they're murdering that child before it even gets to the outside of the womb. So they don't believe in that. At all, they just they believe in their own soul, so they believe in their own soul that because it's them, but they don't believe in the soul of the child that is yet to be birthed. So they don't believe in that. They advocate for they advocate for genocide because their life is more important than the than the child's, of course. Because I mean, look, you're a peasant, all right. You're a peasant. Bow down to me. And second of all, the whole talking point of the rapist that there is, there are more trans children because it's a more inclusive environment. It's a more comfortable environment for people who are, are arted, who are fluff as. That they, they say that, but if you actually, if you, let's okay, let's say you entertain that. All right, that the reason why there's more. Uh, trans groomed children is because that they're actually not groomed is that it's a more comfortable environment for them but then if that were true then you would see that th before that there would be a, a mass mass suicide there would be the suicide rate would be higher than it is now which it is not I can tell you that for a fact that the suicide rate is actually lower before there was this quote unquote in the closet trans transgender and it, it's not it's not some sort of going back to conspiracy it's not some sort of conspiracy theory to say that or to see that <laughs> the suicide rate is pretty much parallel to the amount of people who identify as as um retarded not a conspiracy theorist when I mean theory when you can literally see a straight line <laughs> aligning with the other one if you're on a graph. So I'm gonna go ahead and um 
on that point, I'm going to bring up this uh, article here, This uh, these statistics. I'm going to go ahead and look, look at these. So uh, let's pull up this first this first graph here. Look at that. Google Trends. Let's go up to the other one. Oh, like what if you know, why are people doing so many drugs? Why are people so suicidal? What is Wow, that is so crazy, right? Look at the look at this graph of youth suicides. Wouldn't it be that from two thousand one to twenty twenty that the suicide rate would actually be dropping when you actually see it going up among youth? Twelve to twenty three. No, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's not. The kid who wanted to be Superman now wants to be Dolly Parton. Or they'll blow their brains out. Or they'll kill themselves. Or they'll jump in the bathtub with a toaster. Or, I don't know what it is. They, they jump off the, the second story of the of the school straight onto their neck. That Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm just speaking nonsense, right? Not gonna say that. Yeah, I'm just speaking nonsense. It's, just don't even worry about it. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. So it's a conspiracy theory that all this transgender stuff is happening, right? Well, what about the whole thing of book burning as um the other as the rapists like to call it? No, um, it's not book burning. If you actually want to see what it is that um, the parents, not even just not even conservatives, it's 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 not even just conservatives. It's parents. It's people of all beliefs of all beliefs. Just people who are parents. I mean, parents don't want to see. Look, let's take this. Let's take this book, Gender Queer. Right? I'm gonna put these. I'm gonna put these pictures up on the screen. Right? Let's take the book, Gender Queer. Right? As you can see on the screen here, the book Gender Queer. It it was caught in Crap Hole, Illinois and California, which I guess I kind of repeat myself. More prominently, that's where it was caught anyway. And in the book, they talk about let's see if I can pull this one up. All right. As you can see here. In the book, they talk about using mommy's card to buy a strap-on dildo that brothers can wear and can suck it off for practice, as you can see here. Sucking it off. This is why this is so infuriating to me. I will personally put my life on the line for children. It's not, it's not something that I hesitate on. They're not even my children. I unfortunately do not have children. And I do not care. I would like as many kids as I can have. As a man, I, I, it is my duty to protect 
the innocent among us, the most innocent among us. When it comes to children, it's not, it's not something I have to second. It's not something I have to second guess that I will put my life on the line for children, for a child. If I see a child getting beat by an adult, or I see the child being lured by whatever adult that it is, obviously, I mean, I mean, it's, and it's it's really funny because you can actually. Most of the time, you can usually tell if the if the whoever it is is a multi is a uh, a kid a kid enjoyer a kid picks enjoyer. It's pretty easy to tell. It's like oh, we, wow! It's really it's like the one it's like really the ones you you expect the most that are <laughs> kid picks connoisseurs. Wow, it is when it comes to those. Monsters Mag dumping That's not improbable That is not out of the equation <laughs> That's not No, that's not improbable And it's Especially when it comes to, to Mexicans Hispanics I can tell you That being an Hispanic Or I'm wait. Ooh, that's something that excites me. I'm I'm waiting for the day that I'm I'm not I'm called not a real Hispanic because I am I'm super ultra mega mega semi fascist. I guess is what the label is in any shape. You know, I mean, that just means you're just yeah, you're not a damn. That's I'm I'm really waiting to tell for someone to tell me that I'm not a real Hispanic. I'm not a real Mexican just because of my beliefs. And that I, I love America. And that's how I know I really I really I'm really doing something right there. I can tell you from experience that every single Hispanic household is not with that four fat activity. I'm telling you right now. If you if you can think okay, like listen, all right, don't say this out loud, right? Think of a Mexican household, right? Like if you okay, think about that, right? Talking real crazy, fast manish up in the household, right? Yeah. They are Catholic, Bible-thumping Mexicans. That's what, I mean, that, yeah. So whatever you thought of in your head right there, yeah. Um, Faking gay activity is something that... Is addressed in uh, loud and aggressive Spanish. So, if anyone has any idea what being um, just being around Hispanic people, if you know what that means, that typically means that they're not rocking with you in a in a positive way, or let's say in um in a hundred percent accepting way. That's how you know. <laughs> I unfortunately cannot speak Spanish, but uh. I know what I'm talking about. I can understand my people's language even if I don't know the words in particular. Um, Hispanic people are not with big government. If they were with big government, they would have just... There's a reason... I mean, Hispanics in general um, like to work because they are Catholic. So they have a strong belief in God. I mean, you can go into a household... Going to the damn going to Little Mexico, you see over every doorway there's a there's a cross over every doorway. 
there's there's one thing that you can that you that you know for sure going in, into a Mexican's house is that you'll see a um a cross over every doorway and tortilla chips at least that's a minute. I mean you'll see tortillas of course. We are not with big government being the big daddy pimp because we understand that our strong belief in God is that's dad up there. That's our father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. We, and you know the joke and then, and then when it goes back to what I was saying. Okay, you, you don't understand that whole stereotype of the Hey, I can just go to Home Depot and get a Mexican for twenty dollars, fool. Get yeah, I mean literally that 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 kind of uh, stereotype, that kind of that that joke is true. I mean, you can go outside of Home Depot and you'll literally see probably illegal Mexicans. That you can pay them twenty dollars for however long it is that you want them, or you can pay them thirty dollars to build a whole house for you. That's a true thing, and I can tell you that for sure. That that's something that <laughs> that is very true. Because they they understand that hard hard work ethic. I mean that that hard work that hard work ethic is something that is true among the Hispanic community, the Hispanic culture in general. If you you can go like listen, I'm telling you, if you're in the South here, you're in California as well. Pretty any like you can go, and if if you if you need landscaping done, right? You need some sort of landscaping service. I bet you a hundred percent. Of whatever it is that you want to bet on, that that person's gonna be Mexican, especially in Texas landscaping company. I mean, a landscaping company, Mexican, Hispanic. You go to Florida. Pretty much the reason why that place turned red is because everyone's a Cuban and they understand the the uh, the effects of Big Daddy government. You go to Home Depot, outside, just hey hey fool, Mexican. Hispanic construction workers. You got Pete Buttigieg over there talking about we need more equitable representation in construction companies. We need less white people. I was like, first of all, the I mean, even if it is true that most white people were in construction, which it probably is not, that's predominantly Hispanic. <laughs> then you would have to kick out all the Mexicans. Pete Buttigieg. I would love Pete Buttigieg to be like, hey, you damn wetbacks, get the hell out of here. That would be hilarious, and honestly, that I, I've and I always thought that was really funny. I I I really want someone to call me a beaner, because that's just I think that's just so hilarious. I I don't find offense to it at all. Call me a beaner, wetbacker. It just and then that's fine with me. <laughs> it's I think it's funny. I don't know, but uh, that strong belief in God that creates that hard work ethic. That is why they don't. That's why they're not complaining about working on the on the fields like Cesar Chavez. I mean, of course, yeah, he had it bad, but that boy wasn't over there crying about being paid twenty cents for a whole day. He ends up doing something good with his life. You understood that if he just worked hard, that he would do whatever it is. And I'm not saying that that was something that is good. Okay, I'm not advocating for someone getting paid twenty cents as an illegal. Well, first of all, you shouldn't be illegal here in the first place, so it's really hard for me to fire him worse if you're illegal. Because, you know, you can't do anything about it. Then you, you're just... It's, not, it's it's hard for me to feel bad for you if you're in a situation like that, if you aren't illegal, because you are 
asking for someone to take advantage of you because what are you going to do? Go to the cops? Deported. What are you going to do? And even even if you did go to the cops, they're not going to understand you. You can't speak English, fool. And what are they going to do? I mean, either way, you, you lose in that, in that situation. So it's really hard for me to feel bad if you get deported in that. But anyway, Hispanics are the most, if not one of the most conservative groups, cultures in, in America. And that's just, that's just a fact. And just because God, I mean, God, I mean, that automatically excludes you from the whole murder children cult, the murder cult, um, murder culture. So you can go ahead and you're already not allowed there because you believe in God. And you're not a real Mexican if you do that, of course. Um, strong belief in God. <clears throat> and that's what really puts life's end goal into your vision. Why it works so hard? Because you understand that you have to in order to be accepted. You understand that you have to work hard and that you're not just working hard for your family, right? You're working hard because your family represents God in the truest form. That's why you work. That's why I work hard. And that's why there's the landscaping companies. That's why people come here legally. And guess what? They work on whatever it is. And people like to say, big, big 45 man here. That he used, he he used illegal, he had legal workers in, in his businesses. I was like, okay, well, maybe. Isn't that something that's good, right? Because he's getting the illegals work. So, for, like, Florida turned red because Cubans said we're not with that full fat. Shiz. Shiz nice. It. Marxism or child raping. Is that such a hard thing to understand? No. How's my battery dying? Uh-oh. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to wrap this one up, unfortunately. It's going to be a short episode. Um, everything in the next episode, we're going to change up. I'm going to change up the uh, the format slash the background here. So be on the lookout for that. Um, all of this comes down to Christian weakness. And that's really what it comes down to. Um, I hope you watched the previous episode so I, we can I can talk about Christian weakness. That's pretty much what all of that was about last episode. What's the what's the timer looking like? Well, this was a good episode, I say, even though I kind of just I kind of ranted again, but at least I had some talking points. Um, thank you for watching. I love you. I pray for you. God loves you. This has been Zared's record. <laughs>